December can be a tough month for your marriage. We've all been there. The kids' activities are off the charts. Sickness might be in your household. Everyone has had too much sugar. The in-laws are staying with you. You have a thousand gifts to buy and wrap and the finances are tight. And to top it all off, it's dark outside by like (laughs) mid-afternoon. It's a lot. So when it comes to communication with your spouse, things can start to get short and snippy and it might get to the point where neither one of you is listening very well. So tensions are high. You're both tired and worn out. It's easy to find yourself in arguments more often. So this week, I'm going to teach you how to be a better listener so you can avoid those arguments and show up and be the wife that you want to be. Let's go. Welcome to the Getting Unstuck podcast. I'm Jenny Laurie Hope, your life and health coach. Getting Unstuck is an empowering podcast for women who are looking for a biblical perspective on their life and health challenges. You can expect to hear practical tips for living a healthy and productive life, faith-based wisdom to help you reduce anxiety and overwhelm, and simple ways to reconnect with God and find true wholeness. Happy Tuesday, friends. I wanted to kick off the show today by celebrating some huge wins for the podcast. This week is the 22nd episode, and we have over 2,600 downloads, and I'm just so excited to know that women are listening and sharing, and I wanted to thank each and every one of you who has taken time to hang out with me over here. I feel like God led me to this particular platform at this time, and it's just been such a fun ride, so thank you. Now, on to our topic at hand. Today, we are talking about how to avoid fighting with your spouse during the holidays. Tensions are higher than they are most of the year, and that makes it a lot harder to keep your cool and not take your stress out on your husband. (laughs) I'm not that I'm guilty of that. Our spouse is that one person who we know they're not going to leave us when we show our not so great side, right? So that's comforting on the one hand and we feel safe, but on the other hand, we can use that as an excuse for lashing out or taking them for granted, or just not reacting in a way that we would with a friend or a coworker. And there's a lot of reasons why you might find yourself in an argument this time of year. And one of the biggest reasons actually has a simple fix, and that's just miscommunication. So he's saying one thing, you're hearing something else, and when those wires get crossed, things get misinterpreted, and it can spiral from there. I know for me, sometimes Matt will say something and not really mean much by it. But because I am sensitive about that topic, I get defensive, I interpret it as some sort of dig, and then I put up my walls or I act as though I've been attacked and he didn't mean it that way. But if we don't sort it out, it can escalate quickly, right? What does God say about it? Proverbs 13.10, only by pride comes contention but with the well-advised is wisdom. So basically, if there is contention in your marriage, it is from pride. (laughs) Only by pride. Only by pride. Isn't that interesting? So what is contention anyway? A heated disagreement. Conflict. Conflict between people only comes by pride. It's the root of every single fight that you find yourself in. The bad news is it's your fault. (laughs) 
<laughs> Kidding. Sort of. The biblical definition of pride is letting your need to be right trump your ability to even listen to the other person. James 4, 6, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. I don't know about you, but I don't want God resisting me. I would like more grace, please. Sign me up for that. So no matter what your argument is about, you can be the one who stops it. You can be the one who diffuses it or even avoids it altogether. But how do you do that? One of the best ways is just by becoming a better listener. We are all great at making our own case, but we're not all great at hearing where other people are coming from. And there's more than one way to be a great listener, but there's a technique I'm going to teach you today called reflective listening. And when you follow these steps, it is much easier to avoid arguments and keep things from spiraling out of control. So the next time your husband says something that triggers you and your knee-jerk reaction would normally be to get defensive, here's what you need to do instead. Step one, give your full attention. Listen to the full explanation. So don't tune out halfway and start formulating your response. Don't assume you know what he's going to say next. <laughs> Keep listening until you hear the full statement that he's making with your full attention. Then after you do that, I want you to sit and withhold judgment. So this may be an argument you've had before or an issue you think you know what he's going to say. And so you immediately jump to conclusions, but not this time. You're just going to listen for what it is and not judge it. Then step three is reflect. Think about it for a minute. Take it in for a hot second. Process what he said. Basically, slow down. <laughs> slow down and process. And then clarify. Ask a follow-up question. Do you mean XYZ? Are you talking about when I did blah, blah, blah? Like, make sure you fully understand. You've slowed down. You've paused to process. Now you're going to ask a clarifying question which shows that you're listening, first of all, and it slows your role on making assumptions, like first clarify before you make an assumption. Then after that, you're gonna summarize. You're gonna repeat back to them what you heard, because sometimes what you hear is not what you mean. So you can say something like, what I'm hearing you say is blah, blah, blah. Summarize what he said, and then validate. Once you have full understanding and you've reflected and you've repeated back to him what you heard him say, validate it. Make sure you let them know that what they're sharing is important. Even if that hurts you, it's still important. It's important to them. So it needs to be important to you. You need to validate it. If they brought it up, it must be bothering them enough that they felt like it needed to be dealt with. So even if you don't think it's a big deal, you're not them. So Give them that validation. Now, this whole process happens in a matter of seconds. So it might take him 30 seconds to make his point. And you're going to be listening full attention for 30 seconds. Then take five seconds for you to process. Then you're going to take three seconds to ask a follow-up question. And he's going to take five seconds to answer. And then it's going to take you 15 seconds to summarize it and say it back to him and validate what he's saying. That's literally one minute. <laughs> this is a one minute vital process. 
what you do in that 60 second window can affect the rest of your day, turn the tension in the house up or down. Like this is a pivotal moment. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. James 1.19. In a nutshell, that's really what this is. It's slowing down. It's fully being present in the moment. <laughs> it's being slow to get angry. It's being slow to speak. When you're slow to speak, you force yourself to kind of be more mature, exercise some self-control, actually listen. Just by slowing your response time, and taking 10 seconds to process and clarify, you can literally change your marriage. I know some of y'all have fallen into this rut. I know I have in the past where I'm like, why does the same argument keep happening? <laughs> it's because somebody's not listening to somebody else. So it's not that you're automatically going to now agree on everything and whatever this topic is, and it's just going to be settled, but you're going to understand fully where he's coming from. When you see where someone else is coming from, you can usually find some common ground or at least own up to whatever part about this issue is really your fault. Because there's, it's usually not just one person. There's usually two things happening, right? But we need to be the mature one to own up to what is our fault. Gosh, I wish this was happening in political debates right now. <laughs> I wish they were doing some reflective listening, but I digress. These discussions really add up. We tend to think that by being right or getting our way, we are winning. But that's not really how it works, is it? If you win, but your relationship is damaged because of it, who's really winning here? I would say your enemy is winning. <laughs> Satan is all about destroying marriages. That, I think, is like one of his main goals, in this world is to destroy marriages because that breaks up families and that causes so much pain and devastation and death, really. Satan comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. If he can steal your marriage, if he can destroy it from the inside out, he's going to try. But we can fight against that just by slowing down and being better listeners. So to recap, you give your full attention when he's talking. You withhold judgment. You don't jump to conclusions. You take a minute to reflect. You ask a clarifying question. Is this what you are trying to say? And then once you've clarified, you can summarize and say it back to him and give him validation that what he's bringing up is important. Listen, reflect, summarize back. That's it. If your marriage is in a tough spot right now, I want to encourage you that you can make such a difference on your own. We tend to want the other person to change. We want them to come to counseling. We want them to take care of their nonsense. We want them to show up better. But the truth is we all have areas we can work on. And when you show up differently with more love and more grace and more compassion, it will soften your partner. I know that's not easy. <laughs> I know that's not easy. But following the way of Jesus is almost never easy. If you need some help with your spiritual growth, I would love to be a mentor for you. You can book a free clarity call with me where I help you see the blind spots in your life. If your stress is out of control, if you feel anxiety creeping in, if you're near burnout, and you just feel like there's not a lot of hope for change, we need to talk. Go to JennyLaurie.com 
click the button to book a clarity call. It's totally free and I can help you get on a path towards true health and wholeness. Change is hard and it's even harder if you try to do it by yourself. So sometimes you just need accountability. Listen to what my client had to say about it. Another thing that I love about the coaching is the accountability. Because when you feel lost or hopeless or whatever, motivation is really tough. You don't feel motivated to tackle the problems ahead of you. But when you have someone holding you accountable, that gives you the motivation you need. And then as you start getting those wins, your self-motivation helps, you know, increases. So that's been a good change as well. Mm -hmm. The momentum that you build. Yeah. I love what she says about gaining momentum because that's so huge to have continued progress and it's hard to gain momentum on your own. So if you need someone to walk beside you, go to JennyLaurie.com, book a call. I'd love to chat with you. See you guys next week. If this episode helped you in some way, it would mean the world to me if you would text it to a friend or share it with another mom who needs a breakthrough. And it would be a huge blessing to me if you could rate or review the podcast. That is how the word gets out, how more moms find me and how we can all share a little bit more of God's word with those who need it. Thank you. Did you like the show? Did you learn something? If you enjoyed this episode, it would be awesome if you could leave our mom a review. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.